that this really isn't happening in any measurable sense in San Antonio. No, nope, uh, better not. And, and, uh, and better not. Well, I just, you know, I wouldn't advise it. You know, because if you look at the the, the the protesters right now in Portland and Seattle, I mean, Chicago is 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 a in a sense a different animal. But in uh, in, in Portland, with with a protester with the Antifa BLM mixture, whatever that is, they're mostly you know little weenie white kids. They're just they're they're white kids. They're yeah. little nerdy white kids in black hoods. Yeah. So uh, yeah. somebody must have gotten the message to him, like San Antonio probably isn't the place for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, they put out this stuff on the internet because I'm in all these biker groups, right? Motorcycle right. groups, and right. uh, you know, on, on the web, and they put out this stuff. Hey, man, you know, and all, we're going to Sturges in uh, oh. in August, and we're going to take on the bikers in Sturges. Yeah, okay. Excellent idea. Yeah. That's just yeah. the go, perfect go idea. It. You go right if, ahead. If you son. love the idea, <laughs> if you love the idea of being buried somewhere near Devil's Tower, go right ahead. If you, go if you want right an ahead. ass whooping with a chain by a middle aged dude with a beard down to his knees, <laughs> by all means go to stir. And then his woman will kick you around too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, she, she'll she'll do it first because she'll take on the light work. She'll do the she'll do the soft duty. He'll be she'll like just standing across his He'll uh, be like this. Cracker be a chain in his hand, you know, pair of brass yeah. knuckles. Right. Yeah, he'll be leaned up against his bike and he'll go, Sharon Jane gonna open up a can of whoop ass on you. She gonna come fine, at you honey. right now. You're doing fine, honey. Call me if you need me. I'm gonna have another brisket. <laughs> that's, that's right. Give me another long neck over, baby. You know, uh, excellent see. idea. <laughs> so, kids, you'd be better off going after the National Librarian Coalition, okay? Go, go after those people. Go after, like, a librarian union. Yeah, Stay out exactly. of Sturgis and stay out of San Antonio because you'll get your yeah. ass kicked in both places. <laughs> Two seconds flat. Hey, I want to do something here real quick because, uh, you know, I, I watched the president during this thing in the uh, White House yesterday concerning the crime task force. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And I did right. watch what he said. And paid close attention to that. And then I watched the briefing, and thank God it was 21 minutes. He's doing he's doing a great job. He's in there by himself. Oh, yeah. And it, yep. day before yesterday it was 35 minutes. Yesterday it was 21 minutes. And he just basically, uh, for our listeners, I know you know this, but for our listeners, he just basically lays out what's going on with it, and then he takes a few questions, right? And the questions that the uh, Marxist media in this country ask now have nothing to do with the coronavirus. They're all <laughs> about him and how often they're just there to attack him, right? So. Uh, the one from CNN, I think her name is Collins, she attacked the president yesterday, went after him because of him wanting to send uh, forces into Chicago to restore law and order in Chicago. She said, how could you do that? How could you say in 2016 it was Barack Obama's fault? It was Barack Obama's fault, you said, in 2016, but it's not your fault now. How is that possible? He said, because Obama had a chance to do something about it, and he didn't. I'm going to do something about it. That's what, <laughs> that's what his answer was. Because your but guy let, didn't let, do anything. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I'm going to. But here's something he said that came up that I want to clear the air on because it's really important. Uh, he asked about school. He was asked about schools, and he said, "I'd be fine with Barron and the grandkids going back to school." And right. we have research that is showing us number one that kids don't get infected like adults do, and number two, they don't transmit it like adults do if they get infected. That's what research is showing us now. So what we're doing is we're looking into that research, and I'll get back to you in a week or so. That research shows that it's they're not getting it the same rate, and they're not transmitting it the same rate, and we're looking at that right now. So that's what he said in the briefing. 
Deborah Burks goes on the uh, Fox show with Brett right. Baer right afterwards, and, and he asked her about it. And she confirmed it. She said, yeah, there's several research projects being done, but one mainly out of South Korea that shows that children aren't getting it at the same rate, and they're not transmitting it at the same rate that adults do. So it might be safe. But we're looking at that, and the president was exactly right. We'll report back as soon as we know. That's what Deborah Burks said. Here's what CNN put on their website today. Fact check. Trump falsely suggests kids don't transmit the coronavirus. President Ah. Donald Trump... Yeah, President Donald Trump made another series of false, dubious, and misleading claims at Wednesday's coronavirus briefing in which he continued to paint an overly rosy picture of how the pandemic is affecting the United States. He declared it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. He suggested children do not transmit the coronavirus, though early evidence suggests children do. He attributed the recent rise in cases to racial justice pro- protest. He did not. He said it was young people going to bars and the and the beaches which is exactly what what the Democrats say. That's what he said. And he said he did not say that children do not transmit the coronavirus. That's what CNN says he said. He didn't say that. He said research is showing that. I'll get back to you in a week after we vet the research. What the hell is wrong with these people? They're a bunch of schmucks. The the fix is in with those people. They're, They're robots. They're lizards. They have no no uh, individual thought whatsoever. It's all groupthink, and it's all do whatever you have to do to the story to make Trump look bad. It doesn't matter what the man says anymore. He never said young people don't transmit it. Just like he never said, uh, there's good people in the KKK in Charlottesville. You know what I mean? It, 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 they just take right. it out of context. They actually, in this case, they act outright alter it. And they somehow lie. They somehow divine that when he talked about young people going to bars, that he meant the protesters. You know, they're so full of crap. And I I think they underestimate how many people in this country are aware of how full of crap they are. You know what they're counting on? If they're rolling a bad pair of dice, it's on that. They are, you're right. They're counting on people not watching this stuff, but I watch it, and I know you do too, and I listen with my, and I take copious notes. I got a stack of paper right here on notes that I take on the stuff that goes on at these briefings. And then I watch Deborah Burks, and I see that she agrees with him and what he said about the research, and we're looking at the research, and I'll get back to you. But CNN completely turns that around, and they lie. They lie to their audience about what he had to say. They lie about what he had to say. Uh, you, you can't trust them. The you Democrat can't. Marxist media in this country is hell-bent on bringing this country down, and you cannot trust a thing they say, period. Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem, okay? And I, I know this for, you know, just based on family members and friends that I know who are of an opposite political view than me, shall we say. You, people like you and me, and, and not not just talk show hosts, but, I mean, folks in general who are concerned about constitutional issues, who are concerned about personal freedom, who are, who are supporters of this president because he is pro-American, America first, uh, read this stuff and know what's going on. Um, there is a relatively, I don't know how large actually, a, a segment of folks who are from the other side who also read a lot, who are also figuring this stuff out, and they're moving to to the other side, even if they're doing it completely in secret. But then you have a vast ocean of morons who, yeah, they don't read whatever Joe Biden says is the truth, whatever Nancy Pelosi says is the truth. If it creeps out of Wolf Blitzer's uh, lizard mouth, it must be the truth. 
and they don't question. And I know people like this, and in many other situations, they're, they're not stupid people. They're, in any other regard, intelligent people who, when it comes to politics, become absolute stooges and morons. And they just accept, accept, accept. It's crazy. And so when they do this stuff, you know, I don't. I don't think they're really reaching as as far as CNN and the the elite media and the lies and the misconstructions and all that stuff. They're really underestimating, I think, just how many people are actually paying attention right now. Yeah. Uh, at least I hope so. I hope we. Yeah. I hope we out. I hope those folks outnumber the morons because that's what's yeah. going to win the day. That's exactly right. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up together next on KTSA, whatever it is you drive today. I can tell you BG can help you out and help you out a bunch. With the BG 44K, it cleans the fuel system throughout your car, which means cleans all the fuel lines from the gunk that gets in the fuel lines, cleans the injectors. The injectors are little spray nozzles, and they get all clogged up. The BG 44K cleans out the spray nozzles so you have better fuel efficiency in the top of your uh, vehicle, top top of the engine. It'll clean off the valves. The valves get this black carbon buildup on them, and then they start sticking, and they don't work efficiently. That costs you money and performance in your vehicle as well, and can stick a valve. And you stick a valve, you'll break a motor. Now you're talking about ten grand. Okay, you don't want to stick a valve. So you want to use the BG 44K. You want to use the MOA every time you have your oil changed. Just have whoever changes your oil do the BG service. You'll be glad you did. BGFindershop.com. AccuWeather forecast uh, today. Today's going to be party sunny, hot this afternoon, 98, patchy clouds tonight, 99, and sunny tomorrow. Saturday is when the rain is going to roll in. Midday on Saturday is going to get rainier and rainier and rainier and rainier. And overnight, Saturday night into Sunday, rainy, 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 rainy. And then Monday and Tuesday, a little bit of rain. Basically, you have Tropic Depression number 8 out in the Gulf of Mexico now, wanting to form into Tropical Storm Hannah. Looks like it will do that today if the modeling plays out right. And we'll go in on Saturday. Saturday, uh, Friday night, Saturday, just north of Corpus, and and then head just south of us, which means we could get, and hopefully it's going to turn out to be just beneficial rainfall here. To our south, probably two to five inches, somewhere in that neighborhood, in San Antonio and the Hill Country, somewhere between one and three inches over the weekend. If it plays out that way, that'll be good. If it stalls out and brings a whole lot of rain, not so good. So let's hope that it keeps on moving to our south and over toward Del Rio and then out and gone and just brings enough one to three inches of rain over the weekend where the aquifer gets good drink and our lawns will be happy. A message from TxDOT. News is happening fast. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Each year, approximately 7,500 black Americans are the victims of homicide. Every one of those lives matter. That's uh, Bill Barr yesterday in that meeting. The president announced that if these mayors, meaning Lori Lightfoot and others, are not going to do law and order and restore law and order to this country, then he's going to, and we're going to do what other people should have done for a long time. He's not talking about federal uh, Gestapo on the ground or stormtroopers, as Nancy Pelosi called them. Little history lesson on the stormtroopers. Those were the brown shirts and what have you. But in the 20s and 30s, uh, went into homes and what have you and brought Hitler to power, the feudal. And that's what 
uh, Nancy Pelosi is referring to when she says stormtroopers. She's not referring to Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> there there was a world before Star Wars. There, 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 there <laughs> were they, they were called stormtroopers. They wore brown shirts. They were thugs and weirdos and drunks. They beat the crap right. out of you if you didn't agree with Hitler. Basically, right, 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 right. They didn't wear white helmets and have you know no. laser guns. See. That's the thing, though. If you say stormtroopers, people without, a, a, you know, people that are raised in today's modern Marxist uh, schooling, they don't think that anything existed before 1977 in Star Wars. There was nothing before then. <laughs> right, right, the history right. of the world started then. Yeah. Um, so that's not what these guys are. They're investigators. Uh, they are FBI people who set up field offices. Uh, they have great computers and great databases, you know, those kinds of things, where they can go out and get the bad guys. This has been done before in history. Uh, this happened in 1992, that uh, crime was worse than it is now. And uh, in 1992, they sent these guys out to the various locations and stamped out a lot of this criminal activity that was going on. And it's time to do it again because these cities... They are out of control. Uh, these mayors and whatever, they've lost control of these cities. And a president is not going to have chaos. Now, they want the chaos. The, 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 the Democrat Marxist Party in America, they want the chaos because that's how they're going to bring Joe Biden to power. But this president's not going to stand for innocent civilians to have their kids shot in the head while they're sleeping in their beds. You know what? I wouldn't care if he did send stormtroopers in. Send the military in. They, they've taken ground. This is an insurgence. These are people who are taking over entire neighborhoods and destroying them. They're destroying the lives of the people who live in those neighborhoods. Uh, yeah, people are getting shot. People are getting abused. It's horrible. you got to do something. And Now, they want him to do just that. They want him to roll forces into these towns. Don't believe any of this crap. They want it for the optics so they can say, See, we told you he's a fascist. See, we told you he's a dictator. Mm -hmm. But you know right. what? Again, they're rolling a bad pair of dice because most people are seeing the videos out of Portland uh, and out of Chicago, and nobody wants to live there. And That's I correct. think a lot of people are like me. It's like, yeah, you know what? St send some stormtroopers in. Send some Marines in. Go in there and stop this. I, I think more. if you look at recent numbers, more people are in favor of this being stopped than anything else because it's it's absolute anarchy. And nobody wants to live there. Nobody wants the country to become that. And I think people like Lightfoot are really underestimating uh, people's tolerance for lawlessness uh, in, in a political season. I, I think they really are underestimating. I, I like how you put it. To this. When you said they're rolling a bad paradise because they're hoping that what they're going to be able to do on the back of this chaos, it, just like the KGB did in, in the Soviet Union in the early part of the 20th century, was, hey, man, all this chaos, you know, uh, put us in office and we'll take charge and we'll control this. And basically the way they controlled it is through making every decision for you. Because let's face it, Sean, freedom and liberty is messy. It's dangerous. Freedom and liberty is is uh, hard. It's not easy at all. And there's a certain number of people out there that would love to have the government control their every thought, their every action, their every move. And so they're like, oh, yeah, please, you know, come in here and squelch this. And uh, you, let's put Joe Biden in charge. And that's why they want the case. But in reality, the truth of the matter is, most Americans are exactly as you say. They got their belly full of their children getting shot, like this legend kid that he was talking about yesterday, four-year-old. His crime
time was he was sleeping in his bed, and he got capped in the head. And they named this movement after him. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're going to go in and do what's necessary to stop this crapola once and for all. Business owners are tired of having their businesses set on fire. People in Detroit are tired of standing there in a line to order pizza and take pizza home, and a guy pulls out a gun and shoots four people standing in line at a Detroit pizzeria. People are sick of this stuff, and they're begging for the president to do something. So, yeah, they, good. And, good and, on and him. The, folks like Lightfoot, yeah, they're, they're just waiting from the role he's the the feds in and 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 then they can claim see he's the dictator we told he told you he was and right the morons will roll with that but everybody else is going i don't care i don't want to live in your neighborhood i don't want that coming to my neighborhood correct and i, and I think it's going to work for the president i, I, I do in too fact, it, throughout since he got into office haven't you noticed that pretty much everything they try to stick to him ends up working in his favor Oh yeah, that tells me that more people are paying attention than they realize. They don't yeah, realize sure. what a what a what a subset they are. I think in the total population, they think they speak for more people than they actually do, and that's what their yep. tragic failure is going to be. All right, we're coming right back with more Ware and Rima after the bottom of the hour news break here on KTSA two ten seven eight five zero nine nine four is the number for Stevens Roofing. I always say go local, go local, go local because they care about you, and that's Stevens Roofing. Man, they really are all on top of it. How do I know? I've had them out to the house several times. Uh, first time was to do some work on the chimney, replace some siding on the chimney, whatever. They were great, 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 great. Did a great job. And then uh, since we've had these storms come through, I always have them come out and inspect the roof. Now there are several times. Times, several times that if they were unscrupulous, if they were thieves, they could have taken my money and run and put a new roof on when I didn't need it because I had convinced myself in several occasions I needed a new roof. And they would come out and do a thorough inspection, be up there for an hour, hour and a half, come down and go, nope, uh-uh, you don't need a roof. See ya. Have a good day. I love their honesty. I love their efficiency. I love the quality of their work. Stevens Roofing, 210 785 San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. The New Jersey head of the ACLU has said that I embrace reforms, not just in action, but in deed. Sir, you are trying to shift the view from what you created. There are people right now in prison for life for drug offenses. Because you stood up and used that tough on crime, phony rhetoric that got a lot of people elected, but destroyed communities like mine. Yeah, baby, it's 737. It's Warren Rima at KTSA. Let me just explain what we're doing here. That was Cory Booker talking to Joe Biden. We're doing a little reminding, and Chris is going to save all of these in the compute. Because between now and the election, you're going to hear you're going to hear the corn pop and the hairy leg story, which is a racist story if I ever heard one. I'm going to take a chain to corn pop. You're going to hear that story. You're going to hear the story about segregation. In fact, Chris, why don't we just roll to Kamala Harris one? Let's go back and do a little history lesson. This is Senator Kamala Harris at the debate. She's talking about and, and and you and I both have said this, Sean, that Joe Biden is a racist. He's an actual racist. They're claiming that, that, that Donald Trump is, but Joe Biden's an actual racist. First of all, he's from Delaware. That'll tell you something about being a racist right there. <laughs> I look, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's got exactly. a lot of old school dude, yeah. old, old boys in Delaware that, uh, you know. That's right. Old racist. a certain way there. of thinking, man. <laughs> but 
in his life and his political life, he's done a lot of racist things and nothing to help black people. So let's go back to Kamala Harris. And this is what she had to say about busing, about segregation, how uh, Joe Biden is a huge segregationist, uh, how he was anti-busing, and how if his policies were to be played out, Barack Obama would have never been president. Listen to her. Let's be very clear about this. When Vice President Biden was in the United States Senate working with segregationists, to oppose busing, which was the vehicle by which we would integrate America's public schools. Had I been in the United States Senate at that time, I would have been completely on the other side of the aisle. And let's be clear about this. Had those segregationists their way, I would not be a member of the United States Senate, Cory Booker would not be a member of the United States Senate, and Barack Obama would not have been in the position to nominate him to the title he now holds. That's because Joe Biden is a racist he's a racist all right I, I used to live in delaware you know my kid was born in delaware i started my talk radio career in delaware in a cornfield and i can tell you that uh yeah it, it was fairly common knowledge that yeah biden's an old school racist he, he really always has been and so when he when i'm sitting here hearing him on this weird town hall thing he did on zoom yesterday or whenever it was and he's saying that Donald Trump is the first actual racist president we've ever elected. <laughs> Who only sees, you know, Asian people as Asian people, and he hates the Chinese, and they're all Chinese, even if they're North Korean. He's rambling about that. Oh, and I'm God. like, Joe, you're talking about yourself should you be elected. Okay? You could, the, 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 the daisy chain of racist comments that have come out of that dude's mouth and racist and policies that he's that he's that he's supported over the years correct is on the it's a matter of record you can look it up man you can't but when you when you ask uh, why is donald trump a racist and we do this all the time on my show why is donald trump you tell if you think donald trump is a racist you tell me why you think he's a racist <laughs> yeah. and they can never come up with an example of why he's a racist he just sort of is well let's you know, go through this Let's go through this. He said, never, never, never have we ever had a president that's done this. No sitting president has ever done this. He's the worst racist. He's absolutely sickening. He's a racist. Well, he forgets that 11 presidents in our history were actually slave owners. He also he also forgets President Woodrow Wilson and the things that Woodrow Wilson said about black people while he was president of the United States. All of them Democrats, by the way. That's why he doesn't want to talk about it. They're all Democrats. But let's talk about what President Trump has done. First thing that President Trump did was overturn one of Joe Biden's rules. Joe Biden had passed a law that if you uh, sold drugs, you know, low-level drugs, you know, you sold you sold some marijuana to somebody, you could go to a prison for the rest of your life. Well, Donald Trump overturned that. He did criminal justice reform. He actually freed a woman who, who one time sold marijuana and got a life sentence off the law from the law that Joe Biden wrote and pushed. President Trump, in three years, set up empowerment zones in black communities. President Trump sent uh, billions to uh, primarily black colleges. President Trump brought about the lowest unemployment records for blacks in this country. 
Barack Obama did none of that. Joe Biden <laughs> did none of that. Joe Biden absolutely has been in business in, in Washington, D.C. for 50 years. He's done none of that. He's done the opposite. The reason for that is he's a white supremacist. Joe Biden is the actual racist. Remember what we've always said, Sean. Remember what we've always said. Whatever he is saying about Trump, that's actually him. That's actually Biden. Yeah, and, and then the counter-argument also to the, 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 the you know, touting Trump's record with the African-American community, which is fairly positive and effective, Mm-hmm. It's always well. He's just doing that to pander to them. <laughs> well, he just he just did that prison reform thing, so you would know what a racist he is, you know. And that's kind of how they go at it. So it really doesn't matter what the dude does. It, from their perspective, from a guy like Joe Biden's perspective, okay, I, I don't know if Joe Biden is aware of his own racism or not. I've met people that are you know de- from Delaware and Scranton and that part of the world who aren't even aware what stinking racist they are because it's such a commonplace way to be in that right. part of the world. You, you got people, you got you know, old school folks who still have the same mindset they had prior to the Civil War because a lot of these towns are on the water. They're port towns, you know, and slave ships right. would roll up the Chesapeake Bay. That's right. Uh, you know, it was famous for that. I mean, it was, it was a slave port. These were slave trading ports, many of these uh, little towns. Along the bank, You're right, and uh, uh, that's how they think. And Joe Biden is of that world, and I've known of his racist nonsense for you know twenty years, just mm-hmm. in my my talk radio career my, or my radio career. And uh, yeah, so listening to him prattle on about how Joe, Donald Trump is the first actual racist president ever, and it's unbelievable. It just makes me want to vomit. It really, he's such a lizard. Any good liberal of it of the old school should hate a guy like 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 uh, Joe Biden. Old school liberals should really despise a guy like him. He is everything they hate. He's a racist. He's institution. He's uh, establishment. He's corrupt. He's an old rich white guy. But it doesn't matter. He's their old rich white guy, and that's what wins with them in the end. At the end of the day, doesn't matter. We'll wrap so he's up a this Democrat, segment. Doesn't matter. We'll wrap up the segment with this, which is a tweet from President Trump and a statement that President Trump uh, issued last night saying, I am deeply saddened by the loss of my friend Charles Evers. Charles was a trailblazer in politics and a fearless leader alongside his brother Medgar Evers for civil rights. We have uh, honored in San Antonio Medgar Evers for years and the struggle that he and Charles Evers went through for years for civil rights right here in our own community. We, we have a street named after Medgar Evers here and we have an entire community that reveres Medgar Evers and, and his brother uh, Charles, Edgar, uh, Charles Evers uh, for their civil rights work. Uh, uh, Med- uh, Medgar and Charles both were leaders in the civil rights struggle of, uh, back in the day. And Donald Trump knew Charles Evers very well and shed a tear last night when he found out that Charles Evers had uh, passed away. I'm still looking for a statement of Biden. <laughs> he didn't Doesn't remember exist. who that is. Yeah, I mean, he, exactly he, he's right. not going to hear anything from Joe not Biden. Not a word. And you're not going to hear anything about Donald Trump and his, his emotional connection. You know. Not a word. But nope. Donald Trump put a tweet out. Donald Trump said, you know, this is what I, I'm so sorry to hear he died. Not a word either from Barack Obama or from Joe Biden last night. 
that speaks volumes. Back in just yep. a minute, more Warren Ryman coming up. BGfindashop.com, BGfindashop.com, BG Find a Shop and protect your engine. Last time I was talking about the engines and your uh, your fuel system and making sure that it's cleaned out so you don't stick a valve and that'll ruin the engine. You want to make sure also that when you have the BG service done, they do the MOA, which is added lubrication inside the engine. You have a lot of stuff happening inside that engine. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. And it happens really, really fast and it creates a lot, a lot of heat and it takes a lot, a lot of lubrication. You want the maximum lubrication all the time every time you start your vehicle up. Big truck, small car, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is you drive. Could be a fun vehicle for the weekend like your motorhome, getting ready to head out to the park somewhere or something like that. Make sure you do the BG service. Shops all over our area will do it for you. All you got to do is next time you're in there say, hey, do the BG service, will you? BG 4747. We'll work every single day to restore public safety, protect our nation's children, and bring violent perpetrators to justice. Greedy bastards. Yes. Greedy. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Greedy bastards. Um, that's the. Forgive the language, but that's the name of the book from Cheryl Scully. The book is going to come out on uh, oh, yes, August. I saw this. <laughs> the book is going to come out August 11th. She's going to do a sit down with Bob Rivard from the Rivard Report. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you know what? Have you ever had a hard time going to sleep at night? Have you ever had a hard time going to sleep at night? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay, here you go. This book was written, she said, for city managers, elected officials, oh, and communities across I... the country that are trying to make changes within their organizations. She's calling the book Greedy Bastards oh. after, after Mike Kelly in 2014... He was the president of the police union, says, City manager and her team has done everything she possibly could to try to make us look like greedy bastards trying to break the city of San Antonio. That is 100% false and a lie. So she's naming the book Greedy Bastards. There you go. Hey, Cheryl, you're not bitter or anything, are you? I mean, it's <laughs> greedy bastards, really? Uh-huh. wonder yeah. if we make an appearance in that book. That'd be funny. You know, I, I, I saw that <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, I, 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 right. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't you move on with your life, sweetheart? Well, who's going to buy know, that? Come thing? on, man. Huh? She is. Who's going to buy friends it? will. She'll give it away at Christmas time. You know what? That's true. Uh, beyond that, it'll, it'll be at the Dollar Tree in a week. You know what I mean? She'll go on Amazon and just keep buying every morning, every day, every afternoon. You she'll know, do she's what having I do. a coffee she'll, with Mike. She'll buy yeah. her own books. I, I'm like the biggest purchaser of my books. That'll be Cheryl and her greedy bastards books. How many of my books am I going to buy this uh, this week so I can hand them out to people who wouldn't ordinarily buy them? Yeah. Their own? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, we, we've talked uh, about how Christianity and Christians are under attack, and it's happening here in America. Churches are being burned, and icons are being decapitated, and things of that nature in a Christian church. A new report out this morning showing that officially recorded anti-Christian incidents in Europe are up 285%. The trend of increasing attacks, particularly noteworthy in France, but it's happening elsewhere as well. Anti-Christian crimes in the UK doubled between 2017 and 2018. It's also on the rise in Germany and Spain and Sweden. Numbers of churches, Christian symbols, cemeteries across Europe being vandalized, desecrated, and burned. Across Europe, Christians have been uh, fired 
for being a Christian, sued, even arrested for exercising their freedom of expression. Christians, including clergy, have been attacked or killed for their faith. Christian sites in Europe, a record number of attacks. Last year, 3,000 Christian churches and schools and cemeteries and monuments were vandalized, looted, or defaced. The anti-Christian acts perpetrated last year revealed a range of uh, profanation, including arson, defecation, desecration, looting, mockery, Satanism, theft, urination, and vandalism. Churches, schools, cemeteries, monuments are being vandalized, desecrated, and burned at an average of three per day. Three per day. We're living in the devil's workshop, man. It's it's been it, look. It's been subtle. That well, not so subtle, but it's been almost a cultural thing in this country for a number of years. But now the floodgates are open, and they're just going for it. Especially around the world, they're, they're just they. It's it's the Crusades, man. It's the end of the Crusades. It really is. They want to stamp out the Christian Church. There are people in this country that want to stamp out the the Christian Church. You know, I I I uh, I was watching Fox last night. I forget who they had on. Uh, or yesterday afternoon, I think it was on the uh, one of the shows during the day, and uh, they had a liberal chick on there, and she was talking about Biden calling the president a racist. And uh, I think it was, uh, oh, no, it was Martha McCallum. Martha McCallum asked, asked, well, what makes him a racist? And said, well, remember when he was out front of the church waving the Bible around? You know, that's a dog whistle to racists, uh, Christian racists. <laughs> and Martha McCallum's like, they set the church on fire. <laughs> but see, in another, in, in other words, they they hate the Christian Church. They hate oh, sure. the Christian Church uh, for whatever reasons. I don't know why. I don't. I, I've never understood it really, uh, other than uh, maybe the gay marriage thing. I, I don't know what it is. But oh, they absolutely de- despise the Christian faith, and uh, they they would they'd shut it down tomorrow in this country if they could. Jesus said it. You can't have two gods. You'll love one and hate the other. Right. And so if you if you love Jesus and you're a Christian and you love Jesus, then you can't love the state. And they want your complete and total devotion to right. the state and their Marxist Democrat Party. More Ware and Ryman next on KT. I don't want the president in there. Monday night, well, you know, a bunch of dudes shot up a funeral service for a guy that was shot up. You know, I mean, the, yeah. the bullets flying back and forth. And, and the watcher right. just continuously try to put out this reality this alternate reality that somehow the feds coming in is the big threat is a joke yeah. does she not know that is she not aware <laughs> no of how stupid <laughs> the rest of the country thinks she is well, well it's because you're when a racist you're, uh... Sean, you say black women no i just think she is a moron this is it's, yeah. it's pathetic man to continue on with this farce when you are a Democrat Marxist, that's how you, and, and by the way, there's no difference, you know? If you're a Democrat, you're a Marxist. If you're a Marxist, you're a Democrat. That's, there, there is no difference in my mind. That's, point, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I think you're going to love this story. Uh, California's Huntington Beach is seeing many ditch the mast. Uh, they are rejecting the notion that coronavirus rates are rising despite the claims from the media. And interesting that I'm getting now emails from people saying, I went to my doctor about uh, COVID because I thought I had it. My doctor said, turn off the TV and you won't have it. Um, it'll go away. <laughs> so uh, in Huntington Beach, they say the hype surrounding COVID-19 is being inflated due to politics. One guy interviewed by the paper said, I don't believe it. I don't believe the rates are rising. They're inflated. It's another way of shutting everything down for the Democrats trying to get what they want. 
And he says he only wears this guy. They were interviewing him for the paper. Said he only wears a mask when he's out shopping. If you don't want to go outside, then don't go outside. Meanwhile, nearly one third of Americans do not believe the coronavirus death toll is as high as reported, according to an Axios Ipsos poll. The survey uh, found that Americans are growing skeptical over the number of reported coronavirus-related deaths. The question was, do you believe the actual number of Americans dying from the coronavirus is more or less or about the same as the number of deaths that have been reported? And more than one-third say, nope, those numbers are inflated. I, it's like I said last hour, I think a lot of people, they're really underestimating how many people are seeing through the crapola. I mean, last week we had two major stories about states cooking the books on their confirmed cases alone. Uh, in Florida, you know, where they, uh, they're they listing people as positive who weren't even tested. You know, uh, here in, in, in Bear County, we know they're cooking the books by layering in, and that, for the longest time not informing the public of this fact, that they were layering into our numbers in Bear County people who were probable confirmations. Let me interrupt you know, for a second. So why because I got people... one more here to add to that. Let me interrupt just one second because I got one more to add to that. Just out of Long Island, just now, residents tested for coronavirus this month receive false positive tests. So now it's Flor Sean, it's Florida, it's Bear County, it's Connecticut, and now Long Island, New York. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt, but I thought no, you no, no, that, that was it. I mean, it's just a, you know, I think people are seeing these stories. And that's where, again, I say, I think the bad guys are kind of underestimating, you know, look, your health, your biology is personal. It's like your economics. Those two things, safety, economics, and biology, in a sense, are people's three biggest concerns. And I think they're underestimating how closely people are actually following this. And they're seeing that these these numbers are are being fabricated. They're they're seeing the 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 numbers getting jacked up with false testing or no testing at all. And they're because the people want to know, man. They want to know exactly what's going on so they can keep their family safe. And they know they're being fed a bill of goods on a lot of these numbers. How many people are in this country? What's the, what's the general population of this country? Right? Three hundred twenty-seven mil, approximately over three hundred million people. And the death uh, deaths in America are what 140,000. Uh huh. Now you don't want anybody to die. Nobody's trying to you know diminish the loss of those uh, 140,000 people. But we are a nation of thir- 300 million people, uh, it, which means that number is relatively small. And I I've seen stories and read research where it shows if you were to break down a lot of those numbers in that 140,000. You're dealing with people who were elderly. You're dealing with people who were in memory homes and senior living facilities. You're dealing with people with pre with with other conditions, and uh, you know I, 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 we've had things like this before, and we didn't lock down the entire world. I know it's extremely yeah. contagious, but we've locked down the entire world, and especially in this country. They want to keep it locked down, and people well, are seeing through the BS of it. 
In fact, last night on Brett Baer's show, you know, Dr. Deborah Burks came on there, and, and the, the left loves her, too. She's just a data person, right? She's, that's right. all she is. She's numbers. She's not opinion. She's numbers. And she pointed out in a couple of uh, articles that were written about her in the New York Times and in the Washington Post how they completely made stuff up that she never even said because Brett right. asked her and, and read from the articles themselves, and, did you say this? And, I, and she said, no. And I, she said, I was shocked because I went back to the data themselves, and I looked right at the numbers themselves and this is nothing that i ever said she said in the washington post instance they t- when she said i can't trust anything from the cdc they were two different things she was talking about washington post conflates them puts them together to make it look like she said she doesn't trust the cdc which was not true uh it was something else that she was referring to they took that something else and they put it in the cdc story to make it look like she was not trusting the cdc they're making stuff up to inflate this entire thing and he brought up the numbers he said 50 million tests that's the most tests of any nation on the planet 50 million tests so far have been done in america the positivity rate is way less than 10 percent it's in fact it's less than nine percent the positivity rate is down to nothing it, it hardly exists the positivity rate now that, that's not to say that it's not real it's not to say that people aren't getting sick it's not right. to say that people aren't dying because people are getting sick and people are dying and god bless those frontline workers that are in a, in this mess of dealing with this every single day but the media is hyping this and this is what doctors are starting to tell their patients turn the tv off uh yeah. the, the the media is hyping this they're blowing this up into this gigantic uh unsurmountable thing and people are offing themselves now this is the real tragedy of this people are offing themselves now because they think there's no end to this well yeah and the impact on the mental health uh issue has been uh you know enormous you know you you can't lock it because effectively the whole country has stopped to a certain extent i mean business is rolling absolutely economies are 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 struggling to continue but essentially since this began we are not living a normal life nope. and uh as far as people going into this with mental health issues uh and even creating new mental health issues with folks who didn't have any prior <clears throat> when you're painting this entire situation as completely hopeless everywhere hopeless. you go people are wearing these depressing masks the plexiglass is everywhere. The markings on the ground—it's depressing, and it's it's bringing a lot of harm to people. And I guess when you look at the numbers, you know the reaction to this does not, in any way, shape, or form, measure up to the damage that is being done to this country and the people's lives. And it's all for politics. Again, I'm with you. It's not that it's not real. You know, you is. and I are mask wearers. Although we, I know our opinions are are uh, are are different, but we, or you know, as far as most people who are really pro mask or whatever the hell it is, I, I think a lot of it's a bunch of crap. But I still wear them out of respect for my family and out of respect for local businesses. But you can't tell me that this isn't right out of the Rahm Emanuel playbook of, of taking advantage is. of a crisis <laughs> and utilizing right. for your political benefit. You know, do things yeah. you couldn't normally do. It's yep. playing out right in front of you, man. It's, it's Christmas oh, yeah. for these folks. But I think people are starting to wake up, and I, I hope they do. Meanwhile, Fredo takes on the wrong guy. We'll explain when we get back with where. Bringing America back. Get what you need to know at KTSA.com. 
Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. And back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Hey, Esther. Hey, Esther. Call him Esther. Esther. Hey, Esther, get off that board. See, that's a... You're going to hear this on this show between now and Election Day, how much of a racist that dude was, man. I took a chain to Corn Pop. I had that chain. I took it in my hand, and I said, you want me to whip you with this chain? Huh? That's what he said. It's it's nauseating. That old tough guy act with him is nauseating. It always has been. (sighs) Corn Pop was a bad dude. It's like, oh, sit down, man. Privileged. Remember how that started? Remember how that whole bit started? They used to love to rub my hair on my leg. It would stand up. I had white hair on my leg. You know, really blonde hair on my leg. Black kids like to run their hands up and down his legs to feel his That's right. Black kids in a pool, they rub their hand up and down on my leg. And, and, you know, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw this too. Well, yeah, well, he's total racist. I also think he's a perv, okay? But that's a different story. I do. I I believe the guy is. Over the weekend, man, somebody put out another one of these uh, videos where they edited together all the times that he was sniffing hair and and hugging on women that weren't his. And, uh, you know, those kind of things. And public. I mean, very public. And it's sick. You watch that and you go, yeah, that ain't right. There's nothing wrong with that dude right there. Especially if you know of, of this kind of thing that goes on in real life. You look at that and go, Oh man, that dude is—he's twisted, man. That is some he, twisted stuff. He is. He—he's he, a pervy guy. He's a grabby guy. Uh, maybe a predator, allegedly, possibly, which you know wouldn't uh, shock any of us. He's—he's uh, he's all they got, though. He—he's it. Have you seen yeah, clips of this uh, thing with him and Obama, where they're talking yeah. about Trump and 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 how you know we we never said we couldn't do anything or we didn't didn't take responsibility for something. And they're waxing uh, poetic about their time in office they, together. They did it's it all the just time. A bar fest, the whole thing, man. Well, how about Benghazi? You know, oh, oh Benghazi, that, that was caused by a, a guy who made a video. Yeah, that was it, right. a guy who made a video. Yeah, yeah, that was Benghazi. That's what happened there. They right. lied their way through the entire eight years. And because of their because of their policies on immigration, you got three motorcycle law enforcement officers dead in Ken- in Kerr County over the weekend because a guy who should have been deported out of the United States was not deported because of Biden-Obama policies at the time that said, no, 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 he could stay. And you know what? You're dealing with a hellion here. You're dealing with a monster. This guy allegedly in 2018 crashed his truck into a guy and pinned him up against another vehicle, then got out and bit the guy's ear off and bit his back. This is the type of person we're dealing with. And in twenty. 20- he, he was a criminal going back to 2013 and had been in and out of the system since 2013. And in 2016, Biden and Obama had a chance to kick his butt out of this country. He said, no, 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 no. Don't kick him out. You know, he's a potential he's voter. A Let him stay. He's a dreamer. Let him stay here. Don't crush his dreams. Right. Right. Let him stay. And now you got three law enforcement officials, or, you know, retired law guys, riding their motorcycles for fun on Saturday. Dude allegedly is drunk, runs them over, and kills them dead. Had that policy from Biden Obama not been in place, those guys would have been alive today. Look, Trump spent 
a, a good portion of his first term in office just undoing all the crap that Obama layered on True. this country that screwed it up. True. Why did we have a great economy? Why did why did the black community have such a great economy before all this happened? Because because Trump rolled back all these arbitrary regs on business and industry so the people would start hiring again. He got the economy going. He gave them one thing. He gave them something that no other Democrat president has ever done, and that's, you know, a living, <laughs> a job, you know, money in the bank, the ability to live their lives. You know, I, I that's why I get so sick of this 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 endless preaching about or sermonizing about what a racist he is. He truly has done more for the African American community in his time in office than any previous president, really, that you could think of. Maybe going all the way back to Abe Lincoln. You know, I, it's 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 insanity. But that he's all they got, man. He's their well, guy. You know, and it doesn't matter when, when that, he, you... that he's a doddering perv and a racist. Oh, sure. That's he's what he guy. is. That's what he is. And when you got a guy in this country that, first of all, our immigration laws are laws. They're not suggestions. Okay, they're laws. Right. And when he broke the law to get into this country and lived in this country illegally, then he was reoffending multiple times, allegedly, after he right. went. It culminated in the death of three men on their motorcycles, nine others laying in the hospital on Saturday. And had he been removed from the country like he should have been years ago, Four years ago, five years ago, he should have been removed from this country. And Biden, Obama's policy said, no, let him stay here. You have guys that are dead now because of right. it. You think about that. Think about these guys are law-abiding citizens, law enforcement guys doing nothing other than enjoying a ride in the Texas Hill Country. And a guy who should have never been here but for Obama, Biden, he was here and had the opportunity to take their lives they're dead he'll probably get out well you know it's again they they like the crisis at the border they are responsible for the crisis of, of, at the border for making it worse for, uh with their eight years in 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 uh in, uh, in office uh, because it was all remember it was all about the dream remember he couldn't even he couldn't they couldn't pass the dreamer act legislatively because nobody wanted it because you know what because most americans want a strong border most americans want a tough border policy which is what Trump promised on the campaign trail, and he's delivered on it. The Obama-Biden years were all about, you know, acquiescing, opening up the border, dreamers. He had to do it with an executive action because he couldn't do it legislatively. It wouldn't. They, they would. Nobody could successfully argue for it. So they. In the problem was there when Biden and Obama got into office, but they sure as hell made it a thousand times worse. Because they want the chaos at the border. They want these folks flooding into the country. They want them to have driver's licenses. They want them to be able to vote. And that's what it's all about. Again, it always comes back to politics for these folks. Yeah. They're and lizards. Now, and now guys are dead. Now all right, so dead. coming right back. Yeah. And now uh, coming right back, more wearing rhyme after bottom of the hour news over at Church Funeral Home. Sit down with them today and talk about the future and future planning with pre-planning and pre-need. 210-658-9224, phone number at Shirts Funeral Home. When you talk with them about pre-planning and pre-need, they just lay it all out for you. They show all the options to you, what uh, you know, those kind of decisions to be made, how you make those decisions, what you might want to do, uh, how you might want to have your funeral, where you might want to have it. And then it's all done, and it's all taken care of. You pay for it. You can, you know, of course, finance it, but you pay for it so your kids don't have to pay for it at time. And then at 
time of your death, and hopefully that's a long, long, long time from now, but at time, your plan goes into effect. Your kids aren't playing a guessing game about your funeral. They're not having to go through all the meetings about your funeral. Shirts Funeral Home just takes over right then and makes sure everything happens the way you want it to have happen. The best part is you're saving your kids all that money. Shirts Funeral Home, pre-planning and pre-need, and so much more. 210-65. Schedule your free review. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Present priority for the moment is to get money into Americans quickly. And one of the problems with the payroll tax cut is it, it takes time. So we are much more focused right now on the direct payments. Hey, man, we, know to, we need some help. Uh, KTSA Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence 2020 where we collect the items, we send them all around the world to our troops in the Sea Rat bags. It's brought to you in part by Airtron, Alamo Water Softeners, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health. Just a real quick note about all this. Um, it's still going on that we send. The, we started this years ago, and we send these bags out. We send a note from you in these bags to our troops. It's not that they're, like, hunkered in a bunker and they're not getting supplies. They're getting supplies. What this stuff is is just a way of saying, hey, thanks, man. You know, you're away from your family. You're in Afghanistan or whatever, away from home, and we just we're thinking about you because right. that's the most important thing we can say to them is it's not the deck of cards and it's not the shoe powder. You know, it's, it's hey, man, we appreciate you. And that's what it means to them. They're they're being fed, they're being taken care of, but they getting a, getting something from here from home means the world to them. And so we understand that it may be hard to get out to one of our drop off locations like Kitchen Designs or Alamo Water Softeners or Window World or the KTSA Studios. We understand right now it may be hard to get to one of those places. So just go to the KTSA.com website. That's all you got to do. And there's a place where you can make a donation. And then we'll. We'll take care of all of it. We'll take your donation, $5, $10, what, you know, it doesn't matter. The amount doesn't matter. We can buy a lot for $5, believe you me. And if you just go to KTSA.com, you can make a donation. There's a button. Then we'll take that donation, and we'll get the bags, we'll get the items, and we'll get them delivered to the troops. But please help out, because we don't want to forget them. I, I wear, a, Sean, I wear a red shirt every day, every Friday, I mean. Every Friday I wear a red right. shirt, and it says red across it, which means remember everyone deployed. Because we don't, we cannot forget what these folks are doing all over the world for us. And this is just one way of saying thanks. So you can go to KTSA.com and press the button and be a part of it. Please do. Yeah, they're probably stressing, too, because they're overseas and they're watching from a distance what's going on here, probably feel really disconnected, you know. So uh, these packages that we send out to them, thanks to your donations, it's just sending them a little bit of home, just a little piece of home <laughs> to, Try. to let them know that they're still, they, they still yeah. have a home and we're still here thinking about them. It's, it's very important. The smallest things can mean such a huge difference. In one of our military personnel's uh, uh, lives, uh, so put a smile on their face and make a donation. Just go to the website, and make a donation. Help out. Seventy-eight is the new twenty-three. Just ask Martha, right? Oh no! <laughs> you saw that I posted that. Oh. <laughs> First off, I have to admit something. Okay, the the yeah. if you've noticed, uh, and you know, Fox News, the website is no different than any <laughs> other news site in that they want. They want clicks, right? Everybody wants oh, clicks. Oh, sure. So have you noticed the world of stories? Who's in a mm -hmm. bikini on Instagram is now constitutes news? Oh, you know, I'm going I'm to admit something. I click uh -huh. on those damn stories, and I want to see. And I don't know what motivated me. Martha Stewart, 
took a poolside picture. It's a story on Fox News. She's uh-huh. 78. 78. And damn me, I, I don't know. I didn't want to do it, but I clicked on the story. And she's not actually, like, in a bikini, but she's got her head leaned back, and she's making, like, duck lip. Like, you know, like the, the, the little You can't see her kissy, body. Kissy it's face. just her shoulders. You can't it's see a, her it's body, a, no. It's a close-up of her shoulders and Thank face. You, Jesus. Yeah, no, you can't see her body. It's a close-up of her face. She's... Doing well, like let me a, tell you something, Mr. Ryman. The closer you get to that age, you're you're not going to feel that way. The, the closer you get to that age, you're going to be more accepting of of that. Well, perhaps <laughs> I will, but I'm also going to fight it tooth and nail. Okay, every well, step of, of the course. way. Because I already have to suffer the commercials, the ARP commercials for fifty and over. I have to suffer have you got the dating card? sites called Our Time for old farts fifty and older. And I'm like, did they did send I you an ARP double ARP card yet? Yes, have you I got have my demand? card. I did. Yeah. I did not get the magazine though. I refuse to get the magazine. I'm not doing I'm anything not with them. The magazine. That left wing organization. Old, I have nothing just for them. Just because we're in our fifties, yeah. we're just because yeah, we're fifties. We're, we're not old. And I'm still yeah, young well, enough to think Martha no. Stewart in a bikini is gross. Let me tell you what. I, I can still uh, outfight you out and, uh, ha, 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 and outrun well, you. And I can still do me. that. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't mean you specifically. But I've done, a lot, I've done a lot to take care of this earth suit that I'm living in. And I still love riding my motorcycle. And I'm no, sir. I, I, I have a young mindset, and I'm going the other way. I'm going to be a teenager well, when I'm 90. I don't know. I, I at some point <laughs> see how you are. I was an old man at thirty. Okay, because I, I, I just I tell you what when you when you really start to realize that women who are like this is in my bachelor days when women who are ten years younger than you don't look at you as a prospect. They look at you as somebody who can maybe pick up a six-pack of beer for them. Sure. <laughs> can, can you get me some hot Cheetos when you're, you go to the mm-hmm. store? You know, I'm just saying it, it comes a point where, yeah, you do sort of have to embrace the reality that we're not old, but we're not young anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, my but dad I used still to don't say, want to see Martha Stewart in a bikini. I still don't want to see that. My dad used to say, if I would have known I was going to live this long, I would have been taking better, better care of this body of mine. And, you know, <laughs> that's a lot of truth. Uh, I, I probably, I don't know, I loved, I played football for 12 years, and I loved every down of it. But, man, right. am I paying for it now? And I was so happy when my son came to me. He played for a couple of years, and he came to me one, one year, and he said, I don't do this anymore. Right. And I, I was so happy. I said, "What do you want to do?" He said, "I want to play guitar." <laughs> and every day right. we highlight the fruits of that. You know, he was he was really good at that. And I was so happy that he didn't want to play football because, man, uh, the people that I know that went through it, and I just played minimally. I didn't go on and play big time or anything like that. But uh, the people that I know, they pay for it every single day. So take care of yourself, people. Hey, uh, Fredo, Fredo is uh, calling out the wrong guy. Fredo is calling out Ted Cruz, and uh, he, he is saying to no. Ted Cruz, come on the show and make the case about increasing unemployment and compensation, coronavirus pandemic, and all this stuff. They want to hand out. What, what, what Fredo wants on CNN is the money that the government is handing out right now. He wants it to be permanent forever and ever so that people don't work anymore. They sit on their couches and get fat and uh, so Fredo said, first question, show me the numbers, please. Do your job. He said that to Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz said, uh, hey, 
Cuomo, uh, you ran a clip of a CNN exclusive yesterday, and you ran 15 seconds of a 10-minute interview that I did, and you picked 10 to 15 seconds out of it. As soon as you run the entire 10 minutes then I will think about coming on your show. Basically, that's right. Uh, what CNN does is they'll record an entire interview off the air with somebody like a Ted Cruz, and then they'll pick, they'll, they'll right. lift a little bitty thing out of it to fit their narrative, and that's what they run on the air over and over again. And that, that little clip that they'll run, they'll build a story to say the opposite of what the interview said. So Ted Cruz right. not biting off on that. He's not going to be a part of that. Well, and, and Fredo, you know, really doesn't understand the bear he's poking. The last guy he wants to get into a split-screen debate with Seriously. on air is Ted Cruz. Seriously. That's who right. you and I both know is one of the most literate and intelligent human beings in politics right now. I didn't, He'll have you know, him for lunch. Ted Cruz, yeah. Once Ted Cruz got over wanting to be president and he just sort of settled into being Ted Cruz, he's brilliant. You don't want to go toe to toe with that guy when you're Fredo Cuomo, who is you know largely uh, a, 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 a bloated idiot that doesn't really understand much of what he what he says and is a deep hypocrite. Uh, uh, you don't want to go toe to toe with Ted Cruz on your show or any other show for that matter. So I, well, I'll you, say this. You, I'll say this uh, in, in a second Trump administration, Ted Cruz should be the replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. Now, I would support Ted Cruz being on the Supreme Court 1,000%. Right away. Because that's that's his wheelhouse, man. That would be perfect for him. Oh, man. All right. Quick break here. Uh, Traffic and AccuWeather coming up, and we'll wrap it up. License number TX39066. It get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn uh, uh um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i love oh. kids jumping on my lap Love kids jumping on my lap, boy. Love that right there. Love kids jumping. Hey, real quick, let me throw something in real fast and you can run on something. Um, we, we were just talking off the air about how uh, the left is not done uh, between now and November. I think, they're going, I think they've got a few more bullets in the gun. They're going to fire away to try to get Trump out of office. So the chaos on the streets that they're hyping up, the coronavirus that they're hyping up, the stuff that they're pushing right now, that's not their last stub. I think they're going to take a run at the stock market. I think they're going to take a further run at the economy, although they've done a pretty good job of running people out of business by hyping COVID-19. It's real. It's a real thing, but they have latched on it to hype it and make it uh, a gigantic disaster. But with all this stuff that's going on with China and we're closing their consulates here, the one over in Houston that they burned right. all the papers from, that was a spy operation. Man, it was a spy operation. They got they got spies in this country uh, and have had spies in our country, either through education or through you know being employed here. China's had spies in the United States for a long time. Secretary Pompeo said it yesterday. The deal over in Houston was nothing less than a spy uh, operation. They're spying on the United States. And I think between now and the election, let's see what happens. But I think they're probably going to take a run at Taiwan. And if they take a run at Taiwan to take over Taiwan, they will tell us, you stand down or we're just not going to ship any more 
drugs your way, you know, the medic medication that we depend on from them, and we're not going to send this out either. And tell us, you stand down, and I, I think they're going to try to take over Taiwan. We're, we're in such chaos here, right? And, and we're supposed to protect this Taiwan. It's one of our jobs. It, right. This will be the moment right. to do it. Absolutely. And they got a bargaining tool, you're right, with the drugs. Uh, yep. Because we are a drugged up society, man. We are one prescribed society. Uh, I, I think you're right. I, I think and just in general also, you know, there's just more bad stuff coming between now and November. You know, I, I'm, 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 I've almost kind of written off the next few months. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a sense. Sure. That I want to see what happens the day after the election. Uh, with China, yeah, they're gunning for us. They want to be the world's superpower and biggest economy, and, and that's what they've always wanted, and they're going for it as well. I, I, the, the, the shame of it is a guy like Biden is so far up the backside of China. Oh, right. And his own support base have no idea versa, yeah. how bad it is yep. and how bad it is for the country because they just don't care. They're morons. They don't think too deeply about it. They don't read enough about it. They have no idea why China is such a threat. And they have no idea how far up their armpits uh, a guy like Joe Biden is. You know, his family. You just—I was going to say—you just mentioned China and Joe Biden. Anybody heard from Hunter lately? Nope. Where's that he cat? Is persona non grata. He is gone. He has hmm. been disappeared. You don't hear anything about him or of him. Or I from think it's him. interesting. He's, Probably time for. Somebody to do a little investigative reporting and find out where he is and what he's up to. Do a little well, we, interviewing. We need some actual reporters to do that. And I, well, there are short well, supply touche. in America right now. <laughs> touche. You're we got right. KTSA and a couple out of Miami. Beyond that, everybody else is full of crap. 